Hi, I'm Derek Arcurni. Welcome to Shamanic Innovations. Hi, and welcome back to Shamanic Innovations. I am your host, Derek. Um, I have some time today, and I wanted to kind of have a discussion here on a couple things. First off, um, I, I wanted to just kind of describe an experience that I've recently went through. Um, many of you know I've been on kind of a journey as far as healing um, learning, growing, and everything, um, what I'll call shamanic journey, thus the podcast and everything, um, trying to get past some things of my life and, you know, inner demons and all that sort of nice stuff there. Um, and in doing this, I've, you know, hooked in with a local group here who does different ceremonies, things of that nature, uh, for healing. Um, this past week, and I actually got to participate in one of those ceremonies, um, this was a sweat lodge ceremony. Um, this would make my second sweat lodge that I've done. Um, and, I, you know, I've done different sorts of ceremonies. I actually have a camping retreat coming up in a couple of weeks. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a uh, ayahuasca retreat, um, I believe. But um, this was, as I said, a sweat lodge. And this was a little particularly different than the last one in that this one, um, we did not have the peyote medicine. Instead, our medicine was basically the sweat and the earth. Um, just to give a description, it went, you know, same location, same people, same place, uh, different shamans or a different leader, but... Um, you know, one of the same peeps came by from the one before. Um, they did four rounds, kind of a self round, a um, like a family round, a friends round, you know, a, a love round type of deal. Um, they did something special where um, they handed us a rattle to go around rather than you know everybody taking meds. They had us a rattle, and each person was offered a chance to share a song or a prayer or something. Um, I have a chant that I've kind of come up with during these ceremonies just because many of them are in a foreign language. So uh, for me, you know, it's like whenever they're singing their songs, I will often do a um, healings and blessings throughout our family, healings and blessings for one and all. Healings and blessings throughout our family. Healings and blessings for one and all. You know, just something kind of there. So that was my little rattle um, song prayer deal. Um, and they actually had, you know, during the ceremony, they said they had four rounds of the sweat there. Um, the first one was like the main group that put together the ceremony. For the second one, I believe they had like a women's group that sang. The third one was like the men um, who were helping with the ceremony. They did a couple songs there also. And the fourth one, because uh, this was more of a women-led ceremony, uh, they asked some of the other mothers that were attending to sing like a lullaby or something special that they had helped with their kids, um, you know, for that fourth round there. Um, and the sweat lodge really is a rebirth. 
the idea is that your heart rate increases to where you were at the time of your birth. Uh, your temperature rises. You're in this sort of womb area during the sweating. And when you come out, you kind of crawl in, crawl out. When you come out, you're coming out of the womb. You're coming out a new person. You're coming out reborn. Um, and, you know, and it was a very interesting, very um, eye-opening ceremony. Again, I spent most of it kind of on or close to the ground, and there's a bit of no seems there who kind of like bite you and say, hey, get back up, and, you know, like getting bit, trying to get back up, and getting smoke in my face, and, oh, i got to get back down, and, you know, so it was a bit challenging of that nature, um, and sweaty. Uh, I'm still carrying around a large thing of water to drink pretty much all times, and you know, pretty sure that I was uh, a little bit out of it afterwards. Um, and I said, the ceremony was on Saturday. It's now Tuesday, October 1st, right around 7.43. So, 7.43, almost 8 o'clock. This would have been the time I was coming home on Saturday. Um, I actually, because this was a medicine-free ceremony, I did the drive on my own there and back. Um, partly because I wanted to spend some time on my own and just kind of think and not really have um, people all up on me. One of the things that I noticed with the last couple ceremonies that I went to is because I had people, you know, which is weird because you want to share these things with people and everything, but because I immediately had to deal with people, I had to deal with my driver, um, I had to deal with, you know, the girlfriend, not a, you know, first time out of town, sweat lodge, and then this last uh, ayahuasca ceremony a couple months back. She was actually, no, she was in town for the first peyote and then out, out of town for the ayahuasca. But even still, and especially with the ayahuasca one, I noticed that just having to come in and immediately, inter, you know, talk with people, interact with people, have their, you know, sayings. You know, they're trying to tell you about news, good, bad, whatever, things are happening. They want to, you know, influence this, that. They want to tell you about their day, and you're just like, oh, I just want to freaking rest from all of this. So it was good to have some kind of quiet time away from everyone. Um, you know, I let the girlfriend know she's out of town, and I let her know, hey, you know, it's back. I did send her a text or whatever, but, you know, I don't think we had a phone conversation until the next day. Um, the friend I... Like I may have told him that I was doing a ceremony. I'm not even sure. Um, I don't even think I did. I think I just kind of let that go since, as I said, I didn't have meds with it. Um, my neighbors uh, kind of in tune with everything, but again, I didn't let them know about it because I figured I'd be back, which I was. So it was all it all worked out. Um, and this actually, our ceremony started at two. I want to say just after two. Um, I wrote down the exact time, but yeah, I started a little bit later, and we ran it through, and actually seemed to get done kind of earlier, so, you know, it worked out, as I said, very well. Um, so yeah, that was ceremony there, and, you know, my, my thing really going in, you're, you're going into these things kind of praying for something that you want to help, hold strength with, and for me, it was to hold kind of strength with, you know, my life situation currently, um, you know, hey, what am I doing for work? Am I actually going to find a job? Where am I going to live? Um, 
are we really going to, you know, do this whole moving to Georgia thing? Or are we going to, you know, find something in Florida? You know, is this really the path I want to go on here? Yes. No. Maybe. We don't know. Um, you know, what am I doing with, you know, my life, everything? Am I really feeling fulfilled in my life? Um, and is the non-fulfillment basically parts of, you know, my past kind of coming out and saying, you didn't do this, that, now you're suffering for it, the karma release? Um, is it more of just a, you know, these sort of things kind of tying in, hey, you need to go redo that cycle from old, or you need to go break that cycle from old? Um, you know, is, is that what's causing me to not feel fulfilled in my life? Um, you know, and, and it's a lot. Um, my initial reasoning for wanting to go on this journey was to, you know, say, hey, I was not, I was, am not really the male figure that I'd want to be, you know, the adult, um, one day dad, whatever type figure that I want to be, or positive male role model, whatever I'd want to be. I don't feel that I am that, and I'd want it to go on this journey and really change that. So am I really making those steps of change? Am I really, you know, doing that? And is it, you know, is there some sort of outcome that's going to be well for it, you know? Um, am I basically trying to change my life just to, you know, maybe con my way into, quote, heaven, you know, but do so solo and, you know, never actually do the things of the, we'll call it 3D world, you know, marriage, kids, white picket fence, successful job, happily ever after. Um, am I not feeling fulfilled because I found myself at 42 without any of those things? You know, if I have one of those things, you know, if I was to go out and get married tomorrow, if I was to go out and have a kid tomorrow, if I was to go out and find a job tomorrow, would that put me on a pathway, you know, or would that just basically be like, okay, well, now you have a job and you're still, um, you know, pissed off at the world. And is it really just that I'm pissed off at the world? Am I really just like, you know, pissed at myself? Is it like, you know, I, I always hate to use the buzzwords, but is this just, you know, another part of your depression? You know, is this just, well, you know, you're feeling un whatever because you're depressed, you know, great. Is this a traumatic thing that you've gone through and you're still suffering the stress from that? Yes. Um, no, mate, you know, um, is this, if we want to get medical, is this just low testosterone, you know? Um, who knows? Um, I, I have a way to check the medical part of that, and I'm sure that, you know, I, I, as I say, I hate using buzzwords because in the end they're all tied together. Um, if you were to ask me, I have high anxiety and high depression and high PTSD and high bipolar and high whatever else and high ADHD and high whatever else based on just not feeling whole. I have low testosterone based on just not feeling whole. I have whatever based on just not feeling whole. And with that being said, what choices can I make? What changes can I make so that I can hopefully, you know, put some serotonin back in my body, you know, whatever, um, go out, live a positive life, do the 
the things, make the changes I need to make so that I can be that positive role model, you know, type person, dad type figure, whatever, um, feel accomplished in some way, you know, make changes so that people will hire me for whatever job and that I'll actually want to work at their jobs, you know, that I actually appreciate the people in my life, be happy for them, you know, blah, 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 great. <sighs> appreciate myself, blah, 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 great. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really a thing for me there is to figure out, you know, how to live this better life here. Um, it's interesting. We have this idea in our society right now that you are just supposed to put on a happy face. We've all heard the song. Put on a happy face. Smile. Who cares what the fuck happened to you? Just put on a happy face. Oh, you had blah, 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 blah. Just put on a happy face. And do you want to know how fake that is? It's so fake. It is remorsefully fake. Um, but that's the expected, is that we are supposed to walk around with our fake smiles on. Because otherwise, people will know how we really feel, and they might not like that. They might feel intimidated by that. They might, you know want to change that, you know, it's like, oh, you're not fake smiling like I am, well, let's change that and put a fake smile on you, let's put a temporary smile on you, put a Band-Aid smile on you, whatever. Um, we often don't really want to get to the root cause of a problem, you know, we want to fix, we want to interrupt and fix, um, and it's interesting, I've had conversations with many people, uh, one pops up today, and it's always interesting when you begin to kind of, okay, so this is what's going on in my life, you know, blah, 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 blah. And before you even finish the sentence, you can see the, you know, the three dots at the bottom where they're typing. And it's like, well, here's a solution for your problem that I don't even know what fully is. Um you know, it's just something that we do as a society. We instantly want to fix. We don't really want to find out what the root cause is. We just want to throw a Band-Aid on because Band-Aids fix things. Right? That's what we're taught. Band-Aids fix things. You know, that's why people go out and spend thousands of dollars on this, that, you know, whatever sort of healing, whatever sort of Because, you know, you want something to fix it, right? Uh, but more important, that's why you go out and you spend money on Band-Aids and, you know, different prescription things to kind of calm your symptoms. Not really fix the symptoms, just calm the symptoms, you know? That's why you're told to just, you know, put on that happy face because it's the Band-Aids, but just fix it. And I, I know I had reached the point a few years back where I was sick of Band-Aids, which is why I wanted to go on this journey. Um, and now that I've definitely reached this part of the journey, I'm done with Band-Aids. You know, and I'm at the point where it's like, okay, well, we found it. Let's heal it. Let's, you know, move it somewhere where we can manage it, where we can take these experiences and learn from them and grow. You know, let's, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in my bedroom right now and I'm staring at my bed where most of Sunday was spent curled up sleeping, crying. Um, actually, about a half hour today, 
yesterday was actually good. Yesterday I managed to get up, take a shower, do some yard work, do some work on the computer. Oh, excuse me. Uh, make some food even. You know, I managed to get a lot done yesterday. It was great. Today, not so much. Today I barely left the house to go get tacos because I needed to get dish soap. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's ebbs and flows, um, but, you know, I think it's getting better. I think that, you know, for the most part, you know, it is a daily process, but we get better with these things. And I know me, as I said, this is a real test of strength for me right now. Um, one part of the test of strength that I'm pretty sure a lot of you... who've been listening. <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of you have been listening, you know, probably have, um, you know, tried to listen in on this and have heard me say it a lot. Um, part of my thing has been my cannabis use. Um, yes, it's medical in the state of Florida. Yes, I do need it for the list of things that I deal with, but um, I've been wanting to not use it as much, kind of get away from, you know, the heaviness of it. Um, to understand me would be to say that, you know, there have been, um, you know, some days where just to get myself out of the house or out of, you know, whatever, kind of moving, you know, you're talking about a gram of uh, flour <coughs> that I'd have to personally inhale. You know, or at least half a gram of flour that I'd have to personally inhale just to kind of get moving. Um, so that is a struggle. And knowing that I have a camping retreat sort of thing in a couple of weeks, I wanted to kind of tone back on that. If not, you know, if not completely quit and tone back, you know, I've given it the thought of calling it Sober October, um, you know, whatever. And, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle to have this sort of time here. Um, before ceremony, I partook right up until I left from ceremony. Because I couldn't even, you know, I, I got up Saturday morning. I was like, uh, all right, fine. I'm going to a sweat lodge one last day. And Sunday, when I came home Saturday night, I did not. I was good. I got up Sunday, and I probably should have at least taken my CBD um, or ate a, some, you know, did something. But instead, I just went cold. And I said, Monday was better. Tuesday's a little, ah, you know. Um, my hope is to make it through tonight, and then hopefully tomorrow will be better. Thursday will be better. Um, and if I don't make it through the night, then whatever. It's very tempting to just, like, I had tacos today, which is cheese, and if you know anything about me, it's like, give me cheese and green, and I'm my mind's good to go. It's actually happy for a bit. Um, and it, so it is kind of a struggle. And I know, like, it, you know, it's one of those things, like, okay, if you're struggling right now, you're going to be struggling later. You know, this is only going to get worse in two weeks if I try to do this, you know, in two weeks, and I haven't fully quit in time for the ceremony, and I'm like, oh, let me quit, you know, a week up ceremony or whatever. 
you know. So that's why I want to kind of wean myself a little bit down now and get a little bit out of me now. Um, and it is difficult, you know, in the sense of um, I, I noticed myself personally a lot of my smoking was done out of boredom. Um, just kind of sitting here the last few days, it's like, you know, I know me. I got up at 6.30 this morning, and it was a struggle to not immediately go packable when I got up this morning. Because <clears throat> me, it was like, oh, 6.30, what do you mean? I, I got to, you know, wake up. I got to wait for the sun to come up, though, so I can go for a walk. Oh, what am I going to do? I can't wake up. Uh, let's go stretch out. Uh, let's go smoke a or, you know, well, let's get started in the day. Walk the dog, whatever. Let's smoke a bowl, you know. Hey, Y&R's on. Let's smoke a bowl for Y&R. You know, or whatever wrestling video. Or I got some, you know, painting stuff on. I got some music on. Let's do, you know, a bowl for that. I just ate. I need to eat. Um, Sunday, I didn't eat until probably like 8.30. And when I did eat, I think I had half a pot of soup. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, pecan of soup is all I eat Sunday. It's all I can really stomach. Um, yesterday, like I said, I had a little bit more. Um, what did I have? I, I had a couple things. Actually. I think I had lunch and dinner for some reason on, on Monday. Um, though the dinner might have been a pizza, but I remember having something for lunch actually, or maybe at the I, well, I had something. I don't remember what it was. I had something like kind of early. Or midway through the day, I should say. It was not just the pizza. But I had. Oh, I had the salad also. Yeah. That's a lot of food. Um, yeah. So I think I had like a bar and a salad and a pizza yesterday. So I'm still not up to like real food. I just had tacos today. Still up to real food. Um, so yeah, it's kind of been a struggle. Um, it's been a struggle to eat, really, you know, and... It is a bit kind of weird. Um, I made a point of posting a picture yesterday, uh, you know, where I was wearing a shirt. It was like a kind of cut-off shirt or whatever, or um, tank top type of shirt. And because I had to hold my hands out to hold the phone, kind of like I had like a muscle or something, you know. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, wow, you look great. Oh, you look awesome. Which is weird because every time I, somebody tells me I look great, my mind totally goes in the opposite direction. Like, uh, they don't know. You know, uh, thanks for compliment, but I, I don't really feel great. Yeah, they don't know. Um, it, it's weird. It's like, you know, somebody be like, oh, you're, you know, you're so handsome. And all I'm hearing is, oh, you're so dumb, you know. But that's what your mind's doing to you, Dirk. That's what the mind does. And it's not well. So anyway, you know, that this conversation, you know, this post up and oh, you look great, you got ever. And uh, one of my friends kind of posts up, did you lose weight? Are you losing weight? Which of course, you know, the answer is really like eh, not really on purpose, just you know, I change some habits up a little bit, a little water, a little qigong, you know. Um, but their immediate thought, or actually, you know, yeah, the immediate thought that was had over there was that I was sick, you know, actually kind of asked, hey, you have cancer? And I'm like, um, not that I know of, please don't put that on me. But that becomes a thing. It's like, uh, 
you know, am I not well? Is it, you know, weight loss because you're not well? That rate has been up a little bit. Yeah, probably because I went through a sweat lodge. Um, but that becomes a thing. It's like, uh, what you know, how well are we? Um, and when you drop weight, especially, you know, it's kind of weird, and especially if you're not planning on it. So it can be a bit of an issue. Um, it's been a bit of an issue for me to just get past these points here and figure out exactly what's going on with my life and how do I feel and uh, how do I feel about it. So, you know, I think for me personally, um, it becomes a thing of just trying to accept who I am and accept, you know, the betterment that's happening, accept the world around me, um, love myself again, show myself these emotions again, and, you know, be able to actually trust, you know, the inner person here, not feel as beat up by the world, beat up by life, um, you know, not feel as unlistened to by those around me, unlistened to by life. It's, you know, that kind of becomes a thing, is that we feel at times that no one listens, and no one cares. And, you know, as I said, people are only here to interrupt and give their answers. So, you know, be able to take those answers as not interruption and, you know, and instead take them as, hey, you know, be honesty. And actually, you know, as I said, actually be able to enjoy life again. So that's, um, I guess, the goal that I have right now is to really kind of find that enjoyment of life again and find that, you know, purpose of life again and not have it just be to live in a haze. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I have, like I said, I have another ceremony coming up in a couple weeks, and hopefully I'll have a place to live throughout that ceremony. Um, I also have a very important thing with my student loan coming up in a few weeks. So hopefully I'll be here for that. Um, there's a letter that's going to need to be written before the proceeding there for the student loan. And that's another reason why I wanted to clear the head, so I could have a clear head to write with. Because I know that's something that's going to need to be written out before I go to do that there. So, yeah, I, I want to definitely work on that and have that sort of head space correct so that I can write and so that I can do that, you know, proceeding and have it work with me correctly. And, you know, I don't want to go into, you know, if cannabis withdrawal has any sort of you know, oh, you're a bit more edgy, whatever. The last thing I want to do is go into situations um, <clears throat> going to situations where I'm trying to, you know, go out and do this, that, whatever. Um, you know, I don't want to go. I have a session with a shaman next week, actually. I don't want to go into that feeling all eh, because I am, you know, still withdrawing. And as I look up now, I'm looking up, you know, symptoms of marijuana withdrawal. 
They include diminished appetite, mood changes, irritability, sleep difficulties, headache, loss of focus, cravings for marijuana, sweating, including soul sweats, chills, increased feelings of depression, and stomach problems. <laughs> Wonder how long this shit lasts for. Um, let's draw up here to 72. Yeah, let's say 24 to 72 hours. So, in theory, if I can make it through, you know, tonight and tomorrow, tomorrow morning, whatever, I should be okay. Um, and, yeah, I don't want to go into the next week, you know, still trying to withdraw, you know, cranky and angry, whatever. I definitely don't want to go into um, ceremony week, camping week, you know, going to that camping weekend with all of that built inside of me or having the withdrawal stuff kind of, you know, I want to just be able to, you know, because I'm going to have a lot basically to kind of cut out of my life in the next few weeks here. Um, you know, just the idea of bad food in general, you know, I mean, as I said, I went ahead tacos. There were beef tacos. There were cheesy beef tacos. Uh, none of that's happening in two weeks, you know. It's going to be like bland chicken with maybe some rice, <laughs> or maybe some beans or maybe some lentils or something, you know, but bland and bland and bland, you know, fruit and bland, because no cheese and bland, and don't think about beef and bland, and no shells and bland, because, you know, I want to have a good experience here. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be kind of tough to say that you know, I'm going to try to do the next few weeks like this. Um, and I, and as I said, I don't know how long it'll last. Um, I would hope for a sober October. That's really what I'm kind of hoping for. Um, but, you know, as I say, we'll see. Even sitting here right now, I'm like, you know what, Derek, just go fucking spark one up. Um, and, you know, I know I have really non-sparkable ways to deal with this. Yeah, that's why I have the different, like the THC pills. That's why I have the edibles that I made a couple weeks back. You know, other different things so that I can. One is getting out of the physical craving for THC, cannabis, whatever. Two, more important, is getting out of the habit of smoking flour. You know, getting the throat better. Um, if I can last this two more nights, and hey, I have a vo you know a voice lesson coming on Thursday, I can actually walk in that voice lesson and not feel all scratchy throat during the entire thing. Hopefully, next week to sing something. Next um, week to concentrate during the lesson, all that, you know, and be nice to you know go ahead and get the withdrawal out of me now, so that on Thursday I'm not cranky in front of the student. Um, so yeah, this is just where I've been right now. You know, and it's tough. It is seriously tough. It is seriously bleeping tough. Um, and I did want to just say one last thing here. Um, really with this topic of the day. One, one thing that I wanted to kind of touch on briefly, and I, I promised that I would do it in the last one where I was coming up to having, you know, the thought of maybe doing a whole series on this. Instead, I had the weekend happen, so 
I want to touch in on the idea of the, you know, the ceremony, the sober October and everything. But um, an important topic, which, yeah, it needs to just be said anyway, is this is me. This is my non-filtered self. I have never been one to shy away from saying what's on my mind, saying how I feel, no matter the consequences. Um, and I've always, and I've had people since the beginning of time, like, don't say this, don't say that, you know, just be quiet, be under the radar. You know, I can remember my mom growing up, you know, if I ever had an opinion that I wanted to share, she was like, hell no. You know, and I would share them anyway, and she would still be like, hell no. You know, it didn't matter if it was church, politics, whatever. She was like, don't say that. Hell no. I talk with friends, and, you know, if I go to share an opinion, they're like, oh, you know what? Don't say that. Um, family members, don't say that. You know, I've had, a, I had an uncle, actually, who came up. I think this comes to me called one time. He's like, yeah, you know. You probably shouldn't say 99% of the stuff that you say, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure that my girlfriend, you know, I don't think she's ever really said, don't say that. But instead, it's more like, oh, instead of you doing your whatever tonight, let's just smoke pot and have sex. That way you won't say anything. <laughs> Subliminal messenger. Why don't you just share it with me first instead of sharing it with the world? Nice way to say don't say that. Because, um, you know, share it with one person and they can tell you not to say that. I've always been a say that person. I don't care. I'm going to say it. It's going to come out. It needs to happen. <laughs> say it. I don't care what it is. Say it. Because the reverse is that you keep it inside forever. And when you keep things inside forever, they eat at you. Period. Point blank. So it does not matter. If you're happy, say it. If you're sad, say it. If you're lonely, say it. If you're angry, say it. If you're back to being happy, say it again. Okay? Whatever it is, please say it. 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 Somebody's going to listen. Okay, it's a podcast for a reason. Somebody listens. Okay, whatever it is going on with you, say it, please. Because somebody needs to hear it. It needs to be said. Okay, there's no job more important than what's going on that you need to say. Okay, and I can say this right now, even, you know, as I'm, hey, Derek Carcurney still needs to look for a job. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, I'm not certain, but pretty sure that anyone that does, you know, search, oh, who's this Derek R. Kearney guy? Oh, he has a, you know, a this or that. Oh, he has a, a Facebook page that he runs public, and, you know, here's a website that he's kind of running, and, you know, here's a, here's a blog, and a this and a that, and a, you know, YouTube account, and, Here's some, you know, videos and this and that. And... Wow, he has all this stuff to say, good, bad, whatever. It'd be great, but probably better if he's not saying any of that. No, fuck off. I'm saying it, okay? 
bleep off, I'm saying it. Hell bleeping fuck off, I'm saying it. Okay? Whatever it is needs to be said. Because when you hold it in, it's a lot worse. Alright? So if insert random person doesn't want to be in my life because I've got something to say, I still have something to say. If insert random job doesn't want to hire me because I have something to say, fine, I still have something to say. If insert random whatever wants to whatever, fine, I still have something to say. And that goes for you also. Insert whatever. You still have something to say. That is the most important thing of life right there. Um, I don't care what it is. You still have something to say. So you should say it. You should always say it. Do not sit quietly. Say it. Please, please, please let it out. Say it. Okay? Say it. Scream it. Yell it. Paint it. Make music out of it. Put it on the bumper of your car. Whatever. Grab a bullhorn. Start, you know, but say it. Learn it in a different language if you need to, but say it. Whatever it is. Because that is what is inside of you. It needs to come out. And the people who want to keep you quiet, push them to the side. They don't need to hear. You still need to say it. And I might actually go make that into a video because that's actually some really powerful stuff right there. Whatever it is inside of you, please, 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 please say it. Um. Shamanic Innovations, I may or may not get up from here, eat something, I may or may not get up from here, go do some stand-up, I may or may not get up from here, go smoke a ball. I'm going to try to not smoke the ball, but whatever else there is, we'll see. <sighs> yeah, y'all enjoy Shamanic Innovations.